Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Welcome, Browns backers. I'm Chuck Campisi, joined by Tony Dick, and this is Believe in the Browns. And just to give you a quick background on who your hosts are, Tony Dick worked in various capacities with the Browns over the course of 21 seasons with the team. So when he mentions being in the building, it's being in the building. He started with the team as a member of the Browns crew in 91. Worked with them up until the time they left for the city who shall not be named. Uh, <laughs> he rejoined the Browns upon their return to Cleveland and served his last nine years with the team as the team's manager of alumni relations before leaving in October of 2015. Tony is also a member of the Pro Football Researchers Association and has served as a research assistant for several documentary projects with NFL Films, NBC Sports, Time Warner Cable Sports Channel, and Epics. Myself, I have experience in the sports industry in various capacities with Major League Baseball teams, NCAA programs, the Miami Dolphins, the Buffalo Bills, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, where I earned a Super Bowl ring with the Buccaneers. Super Bowl, anybody? 37. 37. Uh, and between Tony and I, we've probably worked about 20 Super Bowls. We're brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Hey, Browns backers, welcome to Believe in the Browns. Once again, it's Chuck Campisi here with Tony Dick, giving you all of your Browns news. The month of June is heating up with a ton of exciting sports action, and Bet Online is where you can find it. From basketball and hockey playoffs to baseball's marquee matchups, including prop bets and futures, Bet Online has the latest odds, news, and information for all your online sports betting needs. The surprise for me, Tony, I'm a hockey guy, right? So the Avalanche falling behind uh, the Golden Knights. The the Avalanche kind of dominated this year and, and were uh, kind of predicted to, to win it all. They were the favorite, uh, so falling behind 3-2. Also, the Suns being up 2-0 on the Nuggets is a little surprising, especially since the Nuggets have this year's MVP. But you can visit the website betonline.ag today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before the next tip-off, face-off, or pitch, head on over to BetOnline and start playing today. BetOnline, your online sports book experts. Tony, we were 
praising a relatively quiet offseason for the past few weeks. Unfortunately, that has not held. Uh, It's held for on-the-field stuff, but a couple, or just really one, not a couple, I'll say one, uh, off-the-field issue for the Browns organization. What are your thoughts on the Kaylee Bronson situation and the way the Browns are handling it right now? Um, well, you, you know, I, I, it's one of those things where you, you never want to see anybody in this situation. Uh, I mean, you, you certainly don't want to see people losing jobs o- over this um, type of stuff. But, I mean, the one thing I will say is I, I, I hope that she gets help. And I, and I know, you know, a lot of people say, well, you know, this is, uh, you know, one-time mistake, you know, whatever. And I, I just think, you know, having been around people who um, – you know, suffer from addiction. Uh, when you look at the number she posted um, when when she uh, took the breathalyzer, I mean, that's not a that's not a you know I had one too many. That uh, you know that uh, a point two one five is just um, that's a big number. Kind of, it's a big number. And I'm going to be honest with you when when I hear someone blowing a point two one five and and they're still able to to drive the vehicle. Um, I think that's a number that probably it's not her first time hitting that. And, and once again, that's me. That's just me making an assumption based on what I've, I've seen and known in the past. And, you know, so for me, like I said, in all seriousness, I hope that uh, this serves as a wake up call for her, um, it, it, you know, and, and I, you know, I've got mixed emotions on, you know, how it was handled because I, I do feel like, you, you know, there is kind of a mixed, mixed bag as far as, uh, you know, how these types of things are, are handled. If this is, uh, you know, Joe ticket taker, he's probably fired. But if this is, um, you know, a coach that is quote unquote, more important to the organization, it's probably a different result. And, um, I, I don't know if we want to delve into that, the fairness of that, but, but I really think that that, that is a, that's a reality that, um, you know, unfortunately exist. I, I mean, that, not just in the NFL, not just with the Browns, that's just in life in general. But, uh, you know, first and foremost, I'm glad she didn't kill anyone. I'm glad she didn't get killed. And and I hope that she she gets some help, um, you, you know, because yeah. like I said, this is, a, is definitely a problem. Yeah. And, and people may say, oh, you're taking that comment too far. But, you know, you just had Britt Reed in court the other day you know, for, for the issues that he had with a very similar thing the week before the Super Bowl, where then he wasn't even able to participate um, because of what happened. So you're looking at it from the standpoint of, Hey, you know, anytime you're behind the wheel and you're impaired, right? Bad things can happen. Uh, You, you know, Browns are lucky. Kaylee's lucky that, that this is as bad as it's gotten. Um, I would agree with you in regards to to some of the fairness type stuff you know things are always based on what the outcome was so i can't necessarily argue with that and i would hope that the organization just moving forward if something like this does happen to somebody who's less prominent in the organization that they would treat them the same way. I mean, that's all you can hope is, Hey, let's make sure these people get the help that they need, make sure that they're provided the support that they need from the organization and that hopefully everybody can move forward 
from this. And it's, you know, this is not what you would want to call a learning experience because this is not something you want people to experience. But there are times when you could make things that can be drastic situations into learning experiences when those outcomes uh, are as kind of muted as they can be as they are in this situation. Um, so hopefully, yeah, she gets it turned around. And, that, and that's really the road bump for the Browns this offseason now. I think the challenge is, is going to be, do people feel that the punishment is, is appropriate? And I know she's um, suspended at the moment. You know, how long is that suspension going to be? That becomes the question. And, uh, you know, I know she wasn't at the OTAs this week, which we'll get into here in a second. But what's that role going to be during the season? And and when is she going to be back? And really, is the suspension during June impactful? Well, you know, know, yeah, no. And and like I said, I don't want I don't want this to uh, I I don't want this to come across as being um, condescending. But but at the end of the day, I mean, let's be real. Um, what 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 is their title? And I I mean, and, and I guess that's maybe where I get a little conflicted. I mean, you're you're in kind of this. I I don't want to diminish it, it, it but but I'm about to diminish it. I mean, what is she chief of staff? Like what? I mean, this is a, a title which, if you look across the league, and like I said, I don't want this to to morph from a drunk driving issue to a you know, made up phony titles to make it seem like we're diverse, uh, you know, topic. <laughs> but I mean, what, what, are we, what are we talking about here? Anyhow, I mean, if you're going to do a suspension, I think you can do an impactful message sending suspension three months and, and you're fine. I, I mean, what, what, what are they going to lose if she's not in the building for three months? And, and I don't think this is a three month suspension where, you know, it's, it's meant to be a punishment. It should be a three month suspension where the three months is spent getting help for an addiction, which she may or may not want to admit that it exists, but you're not blowing, like I said, a .215 if this isn't something you're doing on a regular basis. The average Joe, if this is your first time drinking, if you're blowing a two point or a .215, you're not blowing it because you're driving a car. You're blowing it because somebody found you laying on the ground unconscious. I mean, you're not able to do that if that's your first time hitting that number it's just not um so you know i I don't know for me i I think i think if you're gonna be serious about this and and, you know i I, like i said the addiction part it frustrates me when i was there and 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 josh you know we had our problems with josh gordon It, it it pissed me off to no end when we would get into press conferences and people would say, is Josh going to be ready for OTAs? Is Josh going to be ready for minicamp? Hey, my thing is this, if you're going to say that you're serious about this and, and you, and you're taking this seriously, then, then you need to say this person needs to get help and they need to be away from, you know, football, regular activities until they get the proper help they need. We can run the team without, I'm not, like I said, I don't want to diminish her role with the team, but I think we can function without her until she gets proper help. And if she's not, if she's not willing to admit that she needs proper help, then, then definitely this is uh, probably a waste of time. Cause the last thing you want this to become is, 
um, she gets off and, and she becomes emboldened with the fact that, hey, I did it once and, and nothing happened and, and I move on. Because if you're an addict, um, that's the way an addict looks at it. You know, you, you start to feel invincible that you're bulletproof. And that's the last thing we want here. So I, I don't know. Like I said, not diminishing her role with the team. But but I am saying, you, you know, if we're if we're as an organization going to say that, hey, we're taking this serious, well, then damn it, take it serious. I, I mean, I would say three months is probably a minimal since we are in the offseason. That's just my thoughts. We'll see her after. Uh, we'll see her after uh, preseason. I, I don't think it'll be that long. I think it might be a month. It might be a month and a half, considering you know training camp starting at the end of July. So I think you know it, she'll be back before training camp. I, I I would almost guarantee that. So we'll move on, Tony. You have uh, OTAs. You know you had them June seventh through tenth. So this kind of Monday through Thursday here. As we're talking, no massive news coming out of the OTAs. You know, Brown's doing a couple stories on some folks. It seems like, you know, guys are learning the system. And again, it's you're getting, you know, John Johnson's there. You're getting guys that are new to the organization, not necessarily new to the NFL, as he's going to be an excellent player as a, as a fifth-year safety for us. Uh, but learning the defense, learning the coaches, learning what they like, which is is what you want to see. Then you have the guys, you mentioned it as we were kind of talking uh, pre-show here, the Austin workouts with, uh, you know, Baker, OBJ, Landry, Hunt, and a guy who I think can really maybe have a breakout 2021 as a as a third wideout uh, is Peoples-Jones. I think those guys getting down there, just getting some work in together, even if it's not here at the facility, that's always a positive. Yeah, well, you know, with Peoples Jones, I, I agree with you. I, I think I think this kid's a kid who can make a leap, and it definitely, it definitely, um, I feel much better about that statement, knowing that he's he's taking the time to go down there. And I know a lot of people say, "Well, how hard is it to go hang out at Baker's place and work out?" Hey, th- there's a lot of people that aren't there, so um, I, I think I think that's a great <laughs> sign. And, and I think you know when I was there in Trent Dilfer. Um, you know, was with us for a brief period of time. Trent used to do similar workouts. And, and it's one of those things where I, I think we, we, we miss out on the fact that it's not so much about getting reps. It's about building chemistry. And I think for this team, you know, if we're going to scaffold and, and build on what we did last year, improving that chemistry, building on that chemistry, those things are huge uh, moving into it, moving into the season. And I think, you know, Baker having these workouts, I, I, that that's going to happen. You're, 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 you're getting not just time on the field, but I'm sure these guys are spending time getting to know each other a little bit better, getting more comfortable with each other. And I, you can't discount that the value of that. I, I mean, um, uh, every great team that's out there has great chemistry. And uh, I think having these workouts down in Austin is a great way to do it. Yeah, I mean, the, the big benefit is just guys, you know, knowing, hey, this is where I want the ball when I come out of this break. This is where I prefer it on this fade route. This is where, you know, so Baker has an idea of, hey, where do all these guys love it, want it? How are they running this route? How are they taking those? And it's like, hey, yeah, you can do those things in practice. Yeah, you can, but it's much easier to do it when you're only running through reps with these three guys and you can just run them and run them and run them and run them. I mean, that's what you do during training camp. So it's nice to get some of this stuff in 
outside of training camp as well. And, and so you step into training camp and you're prepped and ready to go. And speaking of training camp, we do have our preseason schedule out. So, Tony, week one for the Browns, they're away. They're out in Jacksonville uh, on Saturday, August 14th, a 7 p.m. game. Then they come home, face the Giants week two, Sunday, August 22nd. That's a 1 p.m. game. And then back down south, head over to Atlanta for their week three, uh, Sunday, August 29th, 8 p.m., their last preseason game. So just three preseason games this year. And then prior to the Giants game, they did schedule joint practices with the Giants. So there's going to be two joint practices here in Berea. Uh, before the Giants game. So some opportunities, really, which I think, right, we all know that 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 preseason game, I mean, it used to be the third preseason game when there were four. Now the second preseason game that there are three is the key one. And to be able to get those practices in against the Giants and then face them that week too, that's the key week for me. That's going to be the key kind of peak of this offseason. Let's see what the Browns can bring. Yeah, no, I, 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 I really like the schedule. I, I like the fact that, um, to be honest with you, I like the fact that we're away for a majority of it. I, I think th- there's, there's some value in that because I, I tend to believe that, especially as you get to that, that last, you know, last week of preseason, I always hated having a home preseason game for that last week um, because I just feel like it's a lot easier to stay sharp when you're on the road. Um, it, and, and this might sound goofy, but it's just, if, if you're at home for that last preseason game, it's, it's already the kind of that dress rehearsal. You're only going out there for a couple reps anyhow. And I think for a lot of the guys, it's, it's easier for them to just kind of be less sharp coming out of that, if that makes sense. Whereas if, if we're, Heading to Atlanta, it's a Sunday night game. Um, you, you know, it's a business trip. You, you play the game. You got to get back on the plane. You got to come back. And, and it's not just a, you know, 20-minute ride home and then you're, you're back to just regular stuff. I just, to me, having gone through it, you know, 20 times plus, uh, I, I just feel like we're a lot sharper for coming off the road. It's a little bit easier to get focused for that week one. Um, as opposed to having a you know the home game for your last preseason game, I love the fact that we're going to Jacksonville, uh, you know, for the first game. I think that's going to be a real cool uh, you know test for us. Um, you know, just being down in Jacksonville, the distractions that go along with that, because that's really what it's going to be about this year. It's going to be managing the, the the distractions. Not to go back to the Cali thing, but I think we mentioned it a couple weeks ago. You know, the benefit of being a first year coach during COVID, yes, there was less practices, but but there were also less distractions and opportunities for distractions. So I think it's going to be good for this team, you know, young team to to get some tests and and being away in Jacksonville. Um, you know, for that first game, I, I mean, I think that'll be a good test for us. Obviously, playing New York week two, you know, it's New York, the lights are going to be on. Um, and, and then obviously Sunday night football for that Falcons game. I mean, we're, you know, we're, we're the, basically the, the last game of the preseason, right, um, before things get kicked off. So I, I don't know. I like the schedule. I think it'll be a great opportunity for us to get tuned up and um, 
I don't know. I, I just like the way it lays out. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. I like, I like it. I, you know, I like that we're playing teams that we're not going to be playing in the regular season as well. Just, just to kind of, uh, you know, you can you can do what you want to do and not have to worry. I mean, obviously, people can watch film, so you're not going to show anything too much anyway. But I, I just like it in that. Hey, you're getting used to prepping for new teams every week, and and there's not anybody that's going to have a book on anybody um, from that standpoint more than they would otherwise so so i like that and then kind of the last thing tony next week right tuesday through thursday so june 15th through 17th mandatory mini camp and thankfully we're not the packers it seems like everybody's gonna be here i haven't heard anybody saying i'm not going to mini camp uh you know maybe i missed something which you know is not impossible but it seems like the browns are gonna have you know all the key players here all the folks that they need to be here are going to be here and it seems like everybody's gonna be you know cross fingers knock on wood uh relatively healthy yeah uh, yeah <laughs> i mean it's um we're in it we're in a good spot i mean i i, I think more more important than everyone being there is everyone being healthy. I, I think that point for me is that's a big one. I mean, it's going to be nice to be able to kick the tires on Delpit. Um, you, you know, I, I agree seeing Greedy back and hopefully being able to, you know, kick the tires on him a little bit. I think that'll be nice. And um, I just, uh, I'm just excited for it. it, it and, um, I, you know, I, I think, I think we're headed in the right direction. I think we've got a season full of great things coming and it's all start. It all starts next week. I mean, that's the reality of, of, of that. I mean, um, so definitely looking forward to it. I wish I could be there. I wish, I wish that was something that was open to the public too, but um, you know, Hey, I, I guess we just have to pump the brakes here. We'll, we'll, we'll get to uh, summer camp soon enough and um, we'll be able to witness you know, this thing getting built out, but I'm just, I'm geeked about it. I mean, as, as someone who spent a lot of time, you know, going through the ebbs and flows of the season, this was always my favorite time of the year because um, hope springs eternal, right? Uh, I mean, it, we, we haven't, we haven't screwed anything up yet. So um, I, I guess we enjoy that while, while we can. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think the big thing for, for the Browns is just, you know, the off season was, pretty good from a you know who they signed standpoint and brought in some some decent talent seemed to have upgraded a little bit and now it's it's can those upgrades translate to wins on Sundays and you're looking forward to it I mean it's you know people have been saying well we've been looking forward to the last two seasons this is the season I think that Browns fans have been looking forward to for, you know, what, 40 years, <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, this team is as close as it's going to get to, you're going to be able to put this team, I think up with any of the Browns teams, any of those dog pound years, um, you know, the original dog pound years and, and those Bernie years. Um, there's the talent on this team that could, could really elevate uh, the organization. So it, it'll be interesting to really see, uh, how it plays out. And like you said, yeah, hope springs eternal and everybody's every fan base, uh, except maybe like Houston <laughs> is, is probably excited uh, right about now, you know, maybe the jets, uh, 
a little bit as well, but they're probably excited because they got a new QB at least. Uh, but you, you have some of that excitement around every franchise. So it's good to see. And, and it's nice uh, to think that, Hey, you know, we don't have a lot of controversy going around in terms of the player situations and people are going to be here. They're going to be participating. Uh, I think people are going to be happy. I think they're going to be engaged. I think the Browns, you know, to be honest, their social media team's probably super jacked for the mandatory mini camps because they know they're going to have all the guys there and there's going to be some goofing around. There's going to be some joking. There's going to be some smiles and there's going to be a ton of content for them to, to be able to produce with, with the guys on site. So I know they're excited about that. Oh yeah. No, no, it's, you know, we're in for a special year. So, um, I guess, you know, this is the official kickoff of that. Um, So definitely, definitely looking forward to it. Also definitely looking forward to, you know, hopefully having, um, you you know, in the next couple weeks, more things to talk about or better things to talk about than what we had to talk about to lead this show off. I mean, uh, you know, talking about football is what (laughs) we want to talk about, Um, you know, not not social ills or whatever. So um, definitely geeked and and excited. And, you know, I I do want to – I do want to say, because I didn't get this in at the beginning, um, I, I, as far as betting goes, I, I'm, I'm all in on the uh, Las Vegas Knights. And, and, and that's all based on one player, because I've, I've always been a Penguins fan. And, and I think if we had not gotten rid of Marc-Andre Fleury, the Pens would, would probably have two more Stanley Cups. Um, I, I just, I love that kid as a goalie. And um I just think as long as uh, Vegas has him, they have a chance because um, he's he's pretty pretty special kid. So I, I don't know. I just yeah, I'm not saying you know you have to bet on them, but uh, I don't know. It's if I was able to bet your money, I would bet it on. I'm not going to bet my money on it, but I'll bet your money on it. <laughs> no, and that's <laughs> and that's always the challenge. Is anytime you go up against a, a hot goalkeeper it's it could be the end right there i mean goalies have i mean there's innumerable instances of goalies carrying teams through the playoffs as a as a sabers fan right i mean the only reason we were competitive for a number of years was uh the ridiculous play of dominic hatrick uh in net for the sabers i mean oh, yeah. the brett hall's skate was in the crease all right so so we know that uh but I mean, he, he was the only reason they were even there uh, from that standpoint is if, if there was another goalie back there, yeah, the team might have made the playoffs and might have probably lost in the first round, um, but he carried them all the way through to, you know, to game six of a, a Stanley Cup finals. Uh, so, yeah, elite level goaltending is, is hard to come by. And that was, well, he did have a horrible season the year the Pens decided to get rid of him. Uh, he was young at that point, oh, yeah. and he had already proven himself a little bit. And I know goalies sometimes can be a little hit or miss. Sometimes it's, Hey, a great year followed by, you know, the rest of your career being horrible, but he was a guy that I would have stayed with. And yeah, that, I mean, you've already seen what he's been able to do with the golden Knights. So I agree. And he, and he was in goal the night that uh, we went down there a couple of years ago. Uh, I went out to Vegas and, and caught a game and, and it was, uh, they won in, they won in an overtime in a shootout. Uh, so, so it was pretty cool, but uh yeah, no, I, I, that's a tough one. I, the Lanch were just so good during the regular season. So we got to, you know, I got to, you know, but if, if they get eliminated and the Nuggets get eliminated at the same time, oh, that's going to be, it's going to be tough if you're, uh, if you're uh, in the Denver, greater Colorado uh, area there. So uh, tough one, but Browns not having to deal with that right now. All positives, 
for the most part, at least on the playing yeah. side of the field. And we'll have mandatory minicamp next week. Yeah, looking forward to it. And I don't think there's anybody in Cleveland that's going to feel bad for any uh, sports fans in Denver. So <laughs> I think we're <laughs> true 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 all right folks that's all we got for you we'll talk to you next week as we head into the mandatory mini camp portion of the off season and we are only about hmm, 50 days from the start of training camp tony uh so we're we're edging up to the beginning of the season all right browns backers talk to you next week all right take care jump check Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.